on the top. They gon' see the black boy high. They gon' see the black boy high. And that boy high. They hate seeing that boy fly. Better see a black boy die. Not to play. Yeah, black boy rise. They gon' see a black boy rise. Black boy rise. Yeah, black boy rise. They gon' see a black boy rise. Yeah, black boy rise. Yeah, black boy rise. They gon' see a black boy rise. Yeah, black boy rise. Black boy rise. They gon' see a black boy rise. Yeah, black boy rise. Yeah, black boy rise. They gon' see a black boy rise. Yeah, black boy rise. Yeah, black boy rise. They gon' see a black boy rise. Black boy rule. I've been making black boy move. Nigga, try and see the black boy lube, but the black boy smooth. I done with the black boy school. I've been soon with the black boy too. Make a black boy choose. Yeah, black boy. No matter any race, nigga, I'm that boy. I lost a little weight, still a fat boy. I came up from the bottom, now nigga, stat boy. That black boy hit him with the black boy feeling. White boy hate to see a black boy killing. Pull up on a head, ain't all black beans. Hard top hit him with the black boy ceiling. Jack, they wanna tell a black boy bye. Black boy, we got the black boy high. All the black people on the black boy side, that's a promise they don't wanna see the black boy ride. Fat, yeah, black boy shit. Everybody always on a black boy bitch. White girl pull up in a black boy whip. White boy sitting where the black boy sit. Yeah, Jack, black boy rich. Haters always saying that the black boy sit. But wake up ain't morning on a black boy dick. That's why I'm in the streets with the black boy fist. We on the top. They gon' see the black boy high. They gon' see the black boy high. And that boy high. They hate seeing that boy fly. What up, what up, what up, what up, everybody? Welcome, 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 welcome to the Hood Loves Me podcast. I am your gracious host, Mitchell Brown. Thank you all for joining us today, this evening, this afternoon, whenever you choose to listen to this podcast. Um, and we apologize for coming to y'all late. We almost didn't come to y'all. Pause. Sounded a little. We almost, we almost are not here now, right? Does that make sense? We aren't here now. We're here now, but we almost were not here now. But we're here now. You see what I'm saying? A little redundant shit. But we're here because, you know, we, 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 we had to. It's an obligation, right? Um, but we got some funny shit to talk about and some not so funny shit to talk about. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna start with the funny shit and um, we're going to end with the not so funny shit. Because, um, you know, we're here for the funny shit. We're here for the jokes and all of that, you know. But um, whenever we drop a pod, whenever we drop an episode, it's always funny doing these types of shows um, whenever you, you you talk about current events or, or like you talk about hot topics or whatever the case, hot topics don't always stay hot. And it seems like the day after we drop, or even sometimes the day we do drop, there's always some new shit that goes on, which is, you know, standard operating procedure or whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm glad there's always content to come out for us to talk about. Um, I also appreciate people reaching out to me, to us, um, with like things that they want us to talk about, you know, right? So, so um, if 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 you if you don't already, you can you can you can follow my socials um, at Mitchell Brown with an underscore after the Brown. Um, my name's spelled with one L, by the way. Um, so, you know, oftentimes you might hear me say, you might hear the expression. Uh, so-and-so doesn't know shit about boxing or people don't know shit about boxing or I don't know shit about boxing. That's something that we, we borrowed from the great Roger Mayweather. If you remember back in the day, Floyd had that scene where he was working out and he, you know, most, most people don't know shit about boxing. Something that we say is, is a joke, except when it's really boxing. And like, I really fuck with boxing. I, 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 I'm, I'm a fan of the sweet science, right? The, the, Marcus of Queensbury rules fighting. You know what I mean? Um, and it was a great fight last week, six days ago, whatever, seven days ago. Um, Canelo Alvarez, Saul Alvarez, and, and Gennady Golovkin, the Triple G fight. It was, you know, it was dope. I loved it. It was a great fight. Great fight. Um, upon the first, the, the, so I, I watched the fight again. Right, I caught a stream of the fight, watched the fight again, and um, when I first watched it, I had Triple G. I had Triple G winning the fight by one round, right? Seven rounds to five. Um, in real life, Canelo Alvarez won the fight in a majority decision, seven rounds to five, right? Two judges, two judges had it 115, 113. One judge had it even, 114, 114. And 
after the fight happened, a lot of people were talking, oh, Triple G got robbed. Triple G got robbed. Robbed, I don't know about robbed. You, you may have thought that he won, just like I thought that he won when I first watched the fight. But when you watch it again, I viewed it differently. But, like, I felt like Canelo did a really good job of ring generalship. Right now, you know, most mostly I, mostly I don't know shit about boxing, but y'all don't know what that means. But Canelo just looked like he was more comfortable in that fight. He looked like he like like his presence, his his poise, his demeanor was more there in that fight. Triple G may have landed more punches, thrown more punches. He may have been the busier fighter. However, he didn't look like he was the more dominant fighter, in my opinion. I don't feel like he did get robbed because even though I had it seven to five for Triple G and the other judges had it, well, one judge had it even, but the other judges had it seven to five for Canelo Alvarez. Yo, I'm not mad at that. We see all types of bullshit that goes on in, in, in boxing where, you know, scorecards be all over the fucking place. Um, I'm not mad at that, yo. It was a great fight. It was a really, really, really good fight. Really good fucking fight. Some people are saying because, you know, Triple G was a champion, they don't feel like that Canelo Alvarez did all that he could do to defeat the champion to 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 take the championship away from him and, and you know that's a valid point. Canelo Alvarez won. Um, there's gonna be a third one. Triple G is the older man. Canelo Alvarez has more fights, so so you know that should be. I, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. I am looking forward to it. Right. Um, it's 2018. Right, I know in, in the past I've said that I don't like to date the podcast, but fuck that. 2018, and there's a lot of 2018 shit going on, mainly in sports, right? So, so some of the 2018 shit that goes on, I've been very vocal about um, my, my, my protesters. I don't, I'm not even sure if protest is the right word, but my uh, boycott or, or me abstaining from anything NFL. And um, my grandmother shoots me messages on, on, on Facebook. Colin Kaepernick uh, updates. Colin Kaepernick won an award at, 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 or he was given an award by somebody at Harvard University. I don't, I'm not going to talk about much about that. I think it's sweet. I think it's cute that, that you know, my, my grandmother is on Facebook sending stuff to her grandson about shit that she knows that I would probably have some level of intrigue by that I'd be kind of you know things that I want to read I appreciate that thank you grandma if you are listening to this um Connor Kaepernick's lawyer is 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 doing interviews with TMZ and he's he's spreading rumors about um the possibility of Connor Kaepernick maybe landing a job in the NFL this upcoming season um and you know if that happens great but um, I've said that I'm not watching or, or I'm not participating in anything NFL until Conor Kaepernick gets a job. Um, and and this is this is the this the second season, the second full season. No, no, no. This, this is second season. It's second season of this going on. And um, honestly, I don't even miss it. Like I don't watch Super Bowl and shit last year. Um, and I, I I don't miss it. So like even if even if Cap does get get, get the job, I don't really I don't really foresee me sitting at home. Watching football. Um, if it's something that, because you know we treat tackle football, we treat football on on Sundays like uh, it's, it's a social thing. You know what I'm saying? Somebody or, ha- or like hosts some shit at, at the house. People order wings, or they bring food, or they bring beer, or whatever. Everybody chill out. It's a social thing. I'm down for that. I would, I would, I would do that. But sitting at home, because I mean. And based off of what we see about these rules, um, it doesn't seem like it's a fun game to watch, right? Where, where um, you, you know, the, the, the NFL doesn't know what it catches. The NFL doesn't know uh, what roughing the passer is. You got quarterbacks speaking out against, you know, wanting to get hit harder. They're like, yo, it's a, it's a contact sport. It's a physical sport. And, 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 you know, the league is trying to legislate defense out of it. Um, you got um, Hall of Famers that want a yearly salary, that want uh, guaranteed health benefits, and and then you have people that aren't Hall of Famers that are in disagreements with that. 
Um, you got people quitting at halftime. Not pause. Quit slash retire at, at halftime. Now, I don't know if that's so much of the fact that homie worked in Buffalo. Um, and, and, you know, no offense to my people in that part of the world, my, my people that support the show in Buffalo and, and, and that part of New York, but it's not, it's not a nice place to live, Buffalo. It's a pretty depressing place to be. Um, so, yeah, he's like, fuck that shit, man. I'm out of here, dude. And You know what? And, and, and people offered their opinions, and, and they had terrible things to say about dude because he, he quit at halftime or he retired at halftime. And um, y'all never had a job where, like, you quit in, like, the middle of your shift? That's, that's pretty much what it is, homie. You know what I'm saying? I, I have some experience working in um, restaurants and, and like, ho- hospitality and shit like that. And, uh, yeah, I've seen plenty of people. I, I, I believe I, I, in fact, myself may have even quit in, like, the middle of a shift. That's because you get frustrated with the operation, the incompetence of, of the motherfuckers that you work with. And you guys like, yo, fuck this shit. I'm out of here. Some of us have stories, and if you don't have stories, then, then shame on you, but I'm not mad at homie for quitting. He's like, yo, this, listen, this is, this, is not, this is not helping me. This is not helping anybody. I'm getting the fuck out of here. And Vontae Davis has, has done interviews since then, and you, you can check out some of the things that he, he has to say so you can hear it from him. Um, but if the league can cut cats at the drop of a dime I'm not mad I'm not mad it's a hard fucking job man you know I mean I mean aside from playing in the NFL and all the physical things that go into being a professional tackle football player uh, being a professional athlete of any kind is a difficult fucking task it's an arduous task it's a hard job and if you get to the point where you don't feel like doing that if you don't feel like you know just, just, just having that discipline to not be able to Go on vacation when you want to go on vacation. You got all this money, but like you can't do it. You can't do anything with it because you know you got practice the next day, or or you got to watch game film, or or you know what I'm saying you, you know you can't eat what you want to eat. You can't drink what you want to drink when when you want to do it because you got to be in shape. That's, that takes a lot of discipline, and, and I'm not mad at anybody if if if, if they feel like they reach a point in their life where they don't want to be that disciplined anymore. More power to them. Um, so yeah, the 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 NFL the the acronym for it, you know, of course the National Football League in real life, but it's the No Fun League. All right, it's the No Fun League, and everybody judges you for little shit that 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 you're doing, and you know nobody nobody really cares. So so sh- shout out to Vontae Davis. Um, hopefully, he's a lot happier now than he was working and living in Buffalo. Also, pause for one second. Vontae Davis is from D.C. And I fucks with DC, heavy. But DC niggas, DC niggas don't really give a fuck. Like, 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 I, I believe Vontae Davis went to Dunbar High School in DC. If you know anybody from Dunbar High School in DC, the, <laughs> niggas that went to Dunbar don't really give a fuck. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just say that. So, shout out to Vontae Davis. Shout out to Dunbar High School in Washington, DC. Um, shout out Jimmy Butler. I fucked with Jimmy Butler. I, th- yo, this 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 Jimmy Butler story is very very fascinating, and what this Jimmy Butler story is indicative of, in my opinion, is um, the disconnect of the NBA superstar, the 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 changing of the guard of the NBA superstar. What I mean is, Jimmy Butler is, for all intents and purposes, looks like, plays like, has a story that's very similar to. Excuse me. Um, a public school kid. You know what I'm saying? And Jimmy Butler asked to be traded, and the brother of Andrew Wiggins, Jimmy Butler's teammate, current teammate, tweeted out "Hallelujah." Since deleted that tweet, and um, Andrew Wiggins, for all intents and purposes, does not seem like a public school kid. Seems like you know. A prep school kid. Um, I believe Andrew Wiggins' father. I believe his father's name is Mitchell. Also, I believe a- a- Andrew Wiggins' father um, is a professional athlete, or was a professional athlete at some point in his life, and um, that tells me that Andrew Wiggins 
is a prep school kid. And there's a difference, right? If you look at the uh, team like the Golden State Warriors, for example, and their style of play, right? You look at the way Steph Curry plays, the way Klay Thompson plays, and then you look at the way a Draymond Green plays, right? Steph Curry, a marvelous player. Klay Thompson, fantastic player. Prep school kids. They look like prep school kids, like three-car garage-ass niggas. You know what I'm saying? Draymond Green looks like the kind of cat that, that played at the public park in his neighborhood. He got the kind of game where, like, you got to mold it to where as though even if you lose, you were able to do enough with these four strangers that the person that picked you up for next that, that the person that has next will choose to pick you up. That's, 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 that, that's how Jimmy Butler plays to me, right? But, but I'm not even going to talk about the, the rumors about Jimmy Butler and, and, and the alleged uh, events that took place with other teammates' girlfriends and different things like that. No, 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 no. We got, we got something that's a lot better than that. With Andrew Wiggins' brother, also homies from Canada, so maybe he didn't know because he, he's from Canada. But um, Captain Jack got involved. Steven Jackson. If you guys don't know who, who, who Steven Jackson is, you don't, you don't know shit about boxing. But Steven Jackson ain't somebody to be trifled with. right? Steven Jackson, from, from Texas, from Port Arthur, Texas, I, I, I believe. Um, public school kid. Stephen Jackson is one of the, you know, one of one of the greatest personalities in, in the history of the of the National Basketball Association, and, and this is why the NBA is better as a league. I'm not saying that sports or action or anything, like, but as a league, the NBA is better. The storylines are better. Stephen Jackson, you know, went, went to social media and and he gave his critique as a commentator. Honestly, professionally, he's he's a commentator. ESPN pays him to to talk about basketball on their platforms. And he said that um, Wiggins doesn't have any heart, that, that he's the 10 man with no heart. He got to go see the Wizard of Oz or whatever, whatever, whatever. Because for all intents and purposes, Andrew Wiggins is a fantastic athlete, a phenomenal athlete. But he don't look like it on, on the court, right? And, and I mean, you know, he was the number one overall pick. The Cavs traded him away before he played for the Cavs. And, and, and he, he has underperformed in Minnesota. He, he, he gets paid, though, so keep getting them checks. But, um... Wiggins fired back at Stephen Jackson, calling him a bum, saying, you know, old niggas hating. Uh, and then he said, uh, I keep that same energy everywhere I go. Now, you know, keep that same energy is, is like is like the 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 phrase that pays, I guess. Some people can, can perceive that as, as, you know, a threat or, or like, let's see if you, you know, you know, let's see if you keep that same energy when I see you type of deal. And I'm, I'm here to say that's not what, what, that's not what Andrew Wiggins wants to do with Stephen Jackson. This is, this is a case of, of when keeping it real goes wrong. Um, Steven Jackson, I mean, you know, he, he was on the, 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 the Pacers team when he had the infamous malice at, at the Palace. S Steven Jackson, um, there, there's stories about Steven Jackson when he played in the NBA, um, keeping that toolie with him. He is from Texas. Keeping that toolie with him and, and, and uh, getting into altercations with locals in these Indianapolis streets with that toolie on him, uh, letting that thing fly, uh, allegedly, outside of Titty bars. Steven Jackson ain't somebody that I'd want a quarrel with. You know? He's, he's, he's the kind of guy that I'd want on my side when, when shit went down. Now, maybe because these Wiggins brothers are from Canada, they, they don't know that. Maybe it's different in Canada. Maybe I keep that same energy as something different, mean something different in Canada. But, um... The Steven Jackson response was 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 wonderful. Homie, homie was out there with the, the do-rag on. I believe he had the white do-rag on. I believe the tail was out. 
which which is which is old nigga shit. If you out here rocking your do rag with the tail out, that's some old nigga shit. He was he was smoking some type of uh, I want to say it was it was some type of black and mild old nigga shit. And um, he starts out saying, "Yo, listen, I'm listen, <laughs> little one." Calls on me, little one. Listen, little one. I'm 40. Come at me. I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm 40, and thank God I'm 40. Right? Um, but like that, to me, that just signifies that Stephen Jackson now has what is infamously known as grown man strength. Right? I I am close. I, I'm. I'm a lot closer to 40 than I am to Andrew Wiggins' age, and um, I'd be damned if some 22-year-old motherfucker with no heart, and, and some 22 that I feel like ha- has no heart, is going to be out here time by, keep that same energy. I ain't mad at Captain Jack for coming back the way that Captain Jack came about, and um, Captain Jack ended his soliloquy by saying, uh, make sure your energy's straight when you see me, because you will see me. That, now, now listen, that right there would have had me on the phone. Like, yo, nah, listen, I don't know what I don't know what how you how you interpreted that, but I don't want no I don't want no smoke with you. Now, from from what I understand, um the OG Jerry Stackhouse, somebody else that you really want a a, a friend in. You want an ally in Jerry Stackhouse. Jerry Stackhouse reached out to uh, to um, Stephen Jackson and, and and smoothed it over. I don't know how. I don't know. I don't know what the connection is with with that, but um, good for them, right? Good, good for them because um, that would have got real bad before it got good. Really, really bad before it got it. it it got good, so so. But stories like that make the NBA what what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like like you know we got drama cats fucking with other cats' girlfriends and different shit like that. That that's 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 what's great about the NBA, and that's some 2018 shit. That story is some 2000. You know, homie asking for a trade transform into Stephen Jackson possibly whooping your ass and giving you the Steve Francis treatment. No no nobody wants that. Um, something else that n- n- nobody wants. Historically, nobody wanted any problems with Suge Knight. Unfortunately, Suge Knight got in some trouble a few years back and um, pled no contest uh, to um, vehicular manslaughter or, or, or was it just straight manslaughter? I'm not sure. But um, he might be getting 28 years, which is, oof. So that's a, that's a long time. Now, Suge Knight is 53 years old. Do you believe that? 53 years old, man. That's that's how old Suge Knight is. And and yo, Suge Knight is Suge Knight's a dinosaur. Right? He he was the era. And if, if you're not familiar with who Suge Knight is, some of you guys may not be familiar with who Suge Knight is. Suge Knight was the the um, co-founder and and CEO of Defro Records. And Defro Records was Possibly the most dominant hip-hop label in the 90s. The golden era of hip-hop, if you will. Um, you know, D- Dr. Dre, Dog Pound, Snoop Dogg, Tupac. You know what I'm saying? Heavy. A lot of people became millionaires because of Suge Knight. Right? But uh, from, from, from what I understand, Suge Knight reigned with an iron fist or, or, or you know, with a... With a with the bloody fist, right? He had a dog named Damu. Suge Knight didn't take no shit. Were around the campfire, Suge Knight hung Vanilla Ice off a balcony by his feet so Vanilla Ice would sign over royalties. Suge Knight got it in. And a lot of cats around Suge Knight got it in. And now, you know, we see... Suge Knight's possibly going to go away for a very long time. That's unfortunate. Really, really unfortunate. 
I mean, I mean, it's unfortunate that somebody lost their life and it's hit and run. It's unfortunate that Suge is going to possibly be getting 28 years. Um, but Suge, from what I understand, still owns those masters and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, so like, because Dre left Death Row without anything. And then he went on to do it again and with Aftermath and Eminem and all that. Um, I'm not sure what Snoop left with when Snoop left. Um, if y'all seen that Tupac movie, it, it, it was always alleged that, that Suge kept a separate set of books and, and he was infamously known for not paying people. I guess, I guess, I guess Suge Knight is what Birdman tries to be. Because, you know, like Birdman don't pay nobody, but like niggas get out here and, and they talk shit about Birdman. You know what I'm saying? Which, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not implying that Birdman is soft by any means. I'm, I'm not saying that at all. Um, I, I, you know... I'm not. I, I'm putting respect on his name. You know what I'm saying? All three of y'all. But um, I would have loved to seen what Suge Knight was, or or what Death Row Records was in the Instagram era. You know what I mean? I would have loved. I would have. Could you imagine? Could you imagine what the 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 Instagram account for Death Row Records would have been? Could you imagine like what the, the you know the the task it would have been for the social media department of Death Row Records trying to manage their Twitter account? What the tour bus was like and shit, you know, you know what I'm saying? Oh my god, it would have been fucking fantastic. But you know, we were talking about the NFL earlier and and um I, I believe the Super Bowl I'm not sure if it's this year's or or, or next year's but a, a a very recent Super Bowl is going to be at that new stadium. In Atlanta, and uh, they're gonna have Maroon Five fucking perform, and I'm, I'm like, dude, that's a huge missed opportunity in my opinion. Like, like you have an Atlanta Super Bowl, you gotta go so so deaf, you gotta go La Face just for a little bit, bring out Outkast, you know what I'm saying? The whatever members of T uh, TLC are left, you know what I'm saying? Possibly sprinkle a little like jagged edge in there and shit, you know what I'm talking about? For Atlanta, I mean, like Detroit blew it when when you know they didn't bring out the Motown cats. But listen, th- there's gonna be a Super Bowl at, at at the new stadium in Los Angeles whenever that stadium is complete. Yo, G Funk Super Bowl. R.I.P. Nate Dog. Maybe even have the Nate Dog hologram. That would be dope. You know what I'm saying? Have have a G Funk Super Bowl. I, you know, you know. I think that that would be dope for for the halftime show. Not not Maroon Five. I, I mean Maroon Five. <laughs> what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> like in Atlanta? <laughs> not in Atlanta. Like you can have Maroon Five at you know what I'm saying in Minnesota and shit. Have, you know what I'm saying? Like like if they have the Zoo Boys Charlotte, have have Maroon Four, Maroon Five at Charlotte. Not Atlanta, yo. Maroon Five at Atlanta. Atlanta, really? That's the most, that might be the most un-Atlanta. Well, depending on where you, depending on where in Atlanta you're from, I'll say that. But I would have loved that shit, right? But you know, we didn't want tyrants like uh, Suge Knight. That ain't that ain't you know what I'm saying. That ain't that ain't really what we we wanted. We didn't want label heads like that. We wanted nice guys, and, and you know, we all thought Kanye was a nice guy, right? You remember when we thought Kanye was a nice guy with like the funny po- with the with the with the with the double polos and and the and the and the and the, and the book bags and all that shit. Now Kanye has lost his fucking mind. Kanye Kanye needs to shut up. And honestly, right? Kanye he's he's in Chicago, and 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 you know he's I, I guess he's trying to get back to his roots, or or he's trying to. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he's bringing his kids on a, on on a tour of where his old neighborhood was, or whatever the case. Um, but he's walking down the street, recording a video, talking about you know Drake and then Nick Cannon, Tyson Beckford, and all that. You know what I'm saying? Cats that were, have alleged or is believed to, rumored to, have had some type of sexual relationship with with Kanye's current wife. 
frankly, I think Kanye just need to charge that to the game. Um, every woman, regardless, whatever, got some type of history. You know what I'm saying? Got some type of past. Um, if you deal with a woman that's been in the public light for as long as Kim Kardashian has been in the public light, you know, you might even know some of these niggas. You know what I'm saying? Um, Kim got her success, in some people's opinion, through a sex tape. Kanye didn't have no smoke for Ray J. I don't know why he ain't say anything about Ray J. Ray J literally made a song called I Hit It First, which is some petty-ass Ray J shit. Um, I fucks with petty Ray J, though. I fucks with petty Ray J. Got an indoor pool and an outdoor pool, nigga. Got an indoor basketball court and an outdoor basketball court, nigga. Um, but yeah, Kanye ain't, ain't, ain't got no smoke for Ray J with the, the I Hit It First. Um, but dude, he it must it, it must be really difficult for Kim to watch TV or you're like listen to the radio with her husband, All right? Because I mean, listen, Drake is a, a massive machine, and, and and from what I understand, Drake lived down the block. So he's talking about the whole like, you know what I'm saying Kiki. Like he's talking about Kim. Like I, I've never heard anybody refer to Kim as Kiki. I don't know if that's something that the family does or or her close friends have. You know, we all got little nicknames and shit that our aunties call us and all that. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Kiki is Kim's. I don't know. Um, but Kanye's pissed. But yo, son, listen, like, I I understand him being upset. Like, if he feels like niggas are disrespecting his wife and all that. But like, what the fuck you gonna do, Kanye? Like, that's why niggas is disrespecting you, son, because you're not gonna do shit. Or at least, you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck is Kanye really going to do? He going to do this shit. We can't watch TV because, I mean, Nick Cannon, you know, he's the black fucking Ryan Seacrest. Or rather, Ryan Seacrest is the, the white Nick Cannon. Because um, Nick Cannon's everywhere, yo. He's on hella shows, on hella networks. But, yo, Kanye, listen, man, charge that shit to the game, yo. You know, like you didn't have sex with plenty of industry chicks. Like Amber Rose was, you know what I'm saying, like Ye's main joint for a while. And listen, man, this the, this the Kardashian brand, dog. We get, yo, gay, what you thought, man? What you thought? What the fuck did you think? You know what I'm saying? Um, what the fuck did Kevin Hart think? When, 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 yeah, you guys may have seen that. Breakfast Club interview with Kevin Hart, where he was talking about Cat Williams, because Cat Williams was on that when uh, he was he was um, talking about Shorty at that radio station where where Cat Williams was going back and forth. Y'all y'all may have seen it. If y'all ain't seen it, y'all, y'all can check it out. He, but you know what I'm saying Cat Cat Williams had the inflated numbers, um, and Kevin Hart went to the Breakfast Club to promote he and Tiffany Haddish's new movie uh, Night School. Shout out Fat Joe. Fat Joe, I've I, I seen a trailer for that movie, and Fat Joe got a role in that movie. Shout out Fat Joe. I'm a Fat Joe fan. I fuck the Terror Squad. Um, and I like the comedian beef. Now, I don't know if it's like actual beef where these niggas really dislike each other personally, but like I kind of want the, the jokes. I'm, 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 I'm in for the jokes. Also, these are two very small men. Cat Williams and Kevin Hart. Now, I know that Kevin Hart be doing his fitness shit. I think that physically, Kevin Hart would give it to Cat Williams. Cat Williams, even though, listen, Cat ain't no bitch. But Kevin Hart posed a question, much like the question that, that and I, I think that the, 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 the lesson behind the question is the same as the topic now. When I was talking earlier about the public school kids and, and you know what I'm saying, the prep school kids, right? We got the label heads like, should Knight, the, the, the cats is quote unquote real niggas, if you will, and then cats like Kanye, Kanye West. Kanye West is the head of his own label, his own type of music group, also, and their business models are completely different. But which one do you want? Right? Kevin Hart posed the question listen, do we not want everybody to complain that there weren't black people, that there weren't, you know, people of color given these opportunities to be on television, to be in these movies? Which do you want? Right? I think that. Cat Williams was kind of joking or, or, or was comedic bullshit when he said Lil Rel was ugly or, or whatever the case. Um, he, uh, he's believed, I believe he, he apologized for the Tiffany Haddish comments to Tiffany Haddish. I fucks with Tiffany Haddish. I don't understand why everybody doesn't fuck with Tiffany Haddish. I think she's a funny woman. I think she's good at her job. Um, I think her come up is great. 
You know what I'm saying? If you know the story a little bit, Kevin Hart took offense to that because Kevin Hart was kind of there in the early stages of the Tiffany Haddish, I guess, rebrand or or like the renaissance or the 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 come up. Um, and listen, they you know, they're partners, man. They do do work together. So Kevin Hart was talking about all of the great things that he does, which I didn't know about. I'm I'm not really a fan of a lot of Kevin Hart's work, but I'm glad that he's doing his thing. That motherfucker is he he grinds. I support his hustle. Keep getting them checks, Kevin Hart. Also, he's putting he's he's allowing other people to have the opportunity. He's bringing other people with him. And that's to me, that's a sign of a great leader. If you want to go far, bring people with you. If you want to go fast, go alone. He talked about Cat Williams, blew his opportunity, blew his chance. He chose to do other shit than than, you know, put put people on. I'm I'd 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 love to see Cat Williams' response. I'd love to. Um Cat Williams had his issues, drugs and 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 street shit or whatever. He's been arrested how many times he's been arrested. But Cat Williams did win an Emmy. He did win an Emmy um, for that role in Atlanta when he had that pet alligator. That shit was funny. But um, pet alligators in the South, man, that shit will lead you to the hospital if you got it. You know what I'm saying? You got any type of exotic animal in the South, that shit will. And, and you know, we, we see it in cases in, in Florida. That There was a case in Florida where, where uh, they had to stop having monkey mondays people they would allow people to bring their pet monkeys in and uh, some more when i said a, a monkey bit a kid yeah no shit <laughs> no shit so just be careful if you know you live in the south especially considering the fact that they're closing hospitals right 83 r- rural hospitals um have been closed between january 2010 january 2018 83 83 and and these are all in you make America great states. Right? Five hospitals closed in Alabama, three in Arizona, one, two, three, four, six in Georgia, one, two, three, four in Kentucky, three in Maine, five in Mississippi, three in Missouri, five in North Carolina, three in Oklahoma, three in South Carolina, seven in Tennessee. Holy shit, one, two. 14 in Texas, right? Listen, we get it. You guys don't want health care, but you guys don't want hospitals either? Do they not have people to fill these jobs? I don't understand. How or how or why are hospitals closing? Why, why would a hospital close? Right? Why? What is what is really going on? How, how, listen, how can we make America great again if we if 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 if, if niggas are sick and, and all that shit? I don't understand why. What do we? What what are we doing? You know, we close the hospitals. I don't understand. I, I thought that, you know. But um, yo, it's crazy. It's crazy. This this is this political shit is so twenty eighteen. It's not even it's you know what I'm saying? We got we got we got the um um Paul Gosar, I believe his name is Paul Gosar, but but his six siblings, his six brothers and sisters openly endorsing their brother's opponent? Like are their parents still alive? what's that Thanksgiving like? They got commercials and all like all types of commercials and shit, calling their brother a racist and all that shit. How can you vote for a motherfucker if it's all if it's six six? We ain't talking about like the one disgrace. You know what I'm saying? Because some of y'all, some of y'all don't fuck with y'all family, right? I'm not talking about the one brother and shit that you know what I'm saying. Because like we all got that one in our family where like niggas don't fuck with, like niggas don't fuck with that one. Because, you know, they was on drugs and shit. They may have robbed you, stole your mom's wedding ring and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But that's one. And that, and that nigga usually isn't an elected official or somebody that's running for Senate. Yo. Crazy. And some Arizona shit. That's some straight up, that's some, that's some straight up, that's some straight up nigga shit. That's just a, some, some desert nigga white shit, nigga. Right? We got the, the, the. Dude, Jim Jim Knobloch. If you don't know who Jim Knobloch is, he he is, or rather was, a, 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 a politician in Minnesota. 
and he quit his campaign amid allegations of his daughter's molestation claims. What? Like what? Like what type of listen, whether 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 these claims are false, because because I'm I'm gonna talk about, you know, the false claims that women make a, a little bit later. But but even if these claims are false, like what type of relationship do you have with your child to make her want to lie about you molesting her? Like what type, you know what I'm saying? How do we get to this point in y'all's relationship where she wants to lie about that? I don't know if this, I don't know if this young woman is telling the truth or not. I don't know. I, I, I don't know anything about this dude's daughter. I just know that I've never, ever heard of someone lying about one of their parents molesting them. I've never heard of that. And if this person is legitimately lying, what did you do to make this person want to tell such an outlandish tale about you? Right? Now that brings me to this Brett Kavanaugh guy. Right? Brett Kavanaugh is um, nominated for Supreme Court of the United States, which is the highest court in these United States. Um... It's a lifetime appointment. And, and you know, Brett Kavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh doesn't appear to be that old of a man. So he'll probably be in this position for the next 15 years, if he's approved or if he's, you know, sworn in or whatever the process works. Um, and there's a woman. And because this, this, is, this is the serious portion of it. And I'm going to get this woman's name. Hold on one second. Christine Ford, Dr. Christine Ford, has alleged that um, she and Kavanaugh were, were, were students at the same high school. Georgetown Prep, I believe. And um, they went to a party, and she was pushed into a bedroom with a drunk Kavanaugh, pinned her to the bed. This is her story. Pinned her to the bed while Kavanaugh's friend, Mark, um, was watching and giggling. She said Kavanaugh groped her, tried to take her clothes off, and placed his hand over her mouth when she tried to scream. She said that she managed to escape when Judge jumped on top of them. Kavanaugh and Judge denied these allegations. Ford said that she did not speak about the incident for years. Right? said that she believed it happened in the summer of 82 when she was 15 and, and, and Kavanaugh would have been 17 years old. Now, I don't know if the story is true or not, but the responses are baffling. People talking about, oh, well, he was 17 and, and, you know, wasn't that, he was in high school and, you know, you can't really take things that serious that he, he was 17. Yeah, Trayvon Martin was like 16, 17, and y'all, y'all was calling him violent thugs and shit and say that he deserved to be killed by some fucking loser walking the street. Mike Brown was 17, and y'all said that he, you know, you know, he was no angel. He was a thug who, who deserved to be shot in the face and killed and left dead in the street for hours in July in fucking Missouri by Darren Wilson. He was 17. You know what I'm saying? There's a movie coming out. Um, white boy Rick. It's about uh, uh, you know this 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 white kid named Rick that was that was selling drugs from what's what what's being said and all that. And and he was a teenager and he's been in and, and he's the youngest, I believe, the youngest um, juvenile offender. Still locked up in the state of Michigan. He's 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 been locked up for 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 like thirty years. He's forty six years old. So what what do you mean he's seventeen? Listen, I, I I was seventeen before. I, I I didn't try to steal no pussy. That's literally what homie's trying to do. He's trying to you know what I'm saying you you out here trying to peel peel a woman's clothes off against her will, putting your hand over her mouth and all that. So can't nobody hear her scream. Yo, my man, ain't nothing ain't nothing about that 
uh, uh, common amongst what 17 year olds do. That's not behavior that's expected of 17 year olds. At least it should not be. Right? I, we didn't do no shit like I, I didn't do no shit like I ain't, I ain't gonna say we, I ain't gonna speak for everybody. I didn't do no shit like that when I was 17. I did a lot of other reckless shit, a lot of other stupid shit. I made a lot of other stupid ass choices when I was 17. But I didn't do no shit like that. But we accept that shit, yo. People are like, like that's the excuse. Like, yo, he was 17, man. We can't really. It was so long ago. Why she wait so long to speak? Yo, we just, we just locked Bill Cosby up. Or, or at least we just convicted Bill Cosby from a whole bunch of stories. A whole bunch of shit that happened 20, 30, 40 years ago. You know what I'm saying? But it's people, and a lot of these people are women, which makes it even more 2018. You got women that are, that's like, oh, yo, man, I don't know, man, this bitch is tripping. I don't know, she, why she wait so long? Right? Why, why she wait so long? You know what I'm saying? We, we got here because Dr. Ford reached out to a tip line um, when, when Kavanaugh's name appeared on a short list to replace Justice Kennedy. Said that uh, uh, she contacted her, her congresswoman, Anna Issue. Right? Trump nominated this dude the same month. Um, Ford then reached out to her senator, Diane Feinstein, and asked that she keep the matter confidential because yo, this woman's getting death threats and shit, which is baffling. Yo, what the fuck you talk like? Is that who we are? We're the this is the death threat generation. This woman's getting death threats, right? This woman's asking to speak to the FBI. I don't know anybody that's lying that wants to speak to the FBI, right? I'll be real with y'all. I got in some trouble because of a false allegation, right? Because, you know, you know, people are saying that this allegation was false, that, that she's lying. People are saying that this woman is lying. I don't know if this woman is lying. Women sometimes do lie about these types of things. I'm not saying that it happens too common. I'd say it's rather uncommon, in my opinion, for a woman to lie about sex assault. That, that, that's uncommon, in my belief. Um, my issue wasn't a sex assault issue, but more of a simple assault issue. There was, a, there, was, there was a young woman that said that I put my hands on her. Um, I did not put my hands on her. I did pour water on her, though. And I told the judge that because, you know what I'm saying, she, yo, she ended up going to, to the police station, filed a, a police report. I had to go to court, told the judge, yo, I didn't hit her. And like this was, this was two days after or, or like, a, like a day or, or, or let's say three days after the alleged incident, we're in court. And I'm reading the police report for the first time. I'm like, Your Honor, listen, she's saying that I you know, punched her, choked her, slammed to the ground. I'm a, I, you know, I've never been a small person. She was a, she was a small person. Um, and I was like, yo. She should have. She should be wearing some of these blows. On the police report, they said that she ain't had no marks, but she did have a wet T-shirt. And I did say, yeah, I did throw water on her. I did do that. I made it rain in that bitch. You know what I'm saying? But like, I wanted to talk to the cops because I know that I wasn't guilty. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know of anybody that's guilty or anybody that's lying that wants to like talk to the to the law. This Kavanaugh dude don't want to talk to the FBI. He don't want to talk to because it's because that's a lie. He's lying to him. But how are motherfuckers uh, like? Are we that fucked up to where it's the, you know what I'm saying? Like, are we uh, like uh, as a society? Are we that stupid? Can we not find any other judges that you know wants to overturn Roe Roe versus Wade? Are there any other judges that believe that the president shouldn't be able to be investigated while he or she is sitting in office? Or is this the only one? Is the only one a drunk, excuse me, is the only one an alleged drunk sexual predator? Um, like, how, like it's, it's crazy to me that women support this. Oh, by the way, by the way, 
This guy, um, Mark Judge, Mark Judge wrote a book. And in this book, he talked about um, his friend from high school that used to get drunk and used to get crazy. And um, in the book, he says that his friend's name was Bart O'Cavanaugh. Terrible pseudonym. It's a lot very similar to Brett Kavanaugh. It's like if somebody wrote a book and they said, oh, yeah, you know. I had a guy in high school, and you know what I'm saying? We used to get drunk, and we used to, we used to smoke, and we used to hang out and pop e-pills and shit, and uh, his name was Michael Black. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the, like, dude, you couldn't think of a better way to hide, but like, Bart O'Cavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh? Just some shit to think about, yo. This is, this is, the type, this is, this is how we're going to make America great again, man. This shit is insane to me. Shit's insane. How, you know, more and more our society is, is, is willing to excuse sex crimes on women and children. Be it, be it, be it solid or, or be it not. Like, like last year sometime we wanted to elect the, the, the dude from Alabama, man, with all, the, with, all the, with all the inappropriate child sex shit, man. Like, we got, we got, we got homie. <laughs> Yo, and, and listen, it seems like I'm attacking the, the, the. GOP and all that. I don't give a fuck about the Democrats or, or Republicans. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like, the fucking Democrats, they, they're shitty. They're shitty. All the way. They, they're shitty. Yeah, but yo, come on, my man. This is... Like... <laughs> yo, they don't even let rapists and shit rock in prison, B. But, like, we gonna let them rock on the Supreme Court? Nah, man. It ain't gotta be like that, yo. That's 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 all I'm saying. You know. Also, by the way, by the way, this really isn't a black issue. This really is an issue between like white people. You know? Um since Trump has been in office, this has been an issue that really hasn't affected black people. There really hasn't been much that Donald Trump has done that has directly affected black people. You know? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's fucked up. And he's doing a lot of shit to harm the country, in my opinion. But it really ain't nothing that's directly... So... At this stage of the game, I think that, you know, black people, people that care about black interests, yo, this, this is a time where we, like, harvest and shit. You know what I'm saying? We tool up, right? We, we like, try to build our reserves and shit because this shit's going to go down, right? So, like, you know, we should build relationships within our own communities. We should work closer with one another to kind of protect ourselves from when this shit goes down, right? And I know some of us, a lot of us, believe in this, this like, person of color we're like, we're all together, we're all minorities, and we all need to. And yes, I would, I would like that to be true. However, no other race agrees with that. You know what I'm saying? Asian people, East Asian people, South Asian people, they ain't really like fucking with black people as a whole. Right? Like they might like black person, but they don't like black people. Our Latino brothers... And sisters, they ain't going, you know, they, like, they ain't really trying to fuck with and click up with a bunch of black people. You might see a couple black persons scattered around at the Brown People Alliance conventions and shit like that, but they ain't really a lot of black people, right? Even on college applicants, there was a study, and, and yo, listen. We need, to, we need to run some studies about shit that we already knew. But somebody put out a study where they was talking about um, colleges and universities vet the black people that they accept. And they accept black people that, you know, are, are kind of race neutral. Just like black people that are race neutral. Like, like, you know, the kind of black people that say shit like, you know, I'm not black, I'm Madison type of shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Those nice black people that don't really give a fuck about black interests. 
coons, if you will. Niggas that's a part of the Motisa tribe. Niggas that be cooning O'Brien, the, the motherfucking, you know what I'm saying? Those types of motherfuckers. No shit. No shit. We see that in corporate America. You know what I'm saying? It's the token black person. And oftentimes that token black person, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some of us that 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 might really be here for for black empowerment, that might really be here for black issues. Some of us are the tokens that work in our office, and we and and it's a struggle every day when you go to, to your workplace. And you're the only black face there. You got to be the representation for everybody in in your race. But like I ain't, I ain't talking about that. You know what I'm saying? There's there's a, there's a lot of black people that work at these establishments that 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 have been vetted, and they do believe that the white man's ice is colder than them Sheriff David Clark type. Type niggas. You feel me? Um, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the people that, you know, want to do something right. People that want to work together. People that want to build and, and do something productive to protect themselves and to protect their families. As we go into this crazy ass fucking future. Because 2018, almost over as it is, is a motherfucking doozy. Especially if this Kavanaugh bastard becomes a Supreme Court justice. So um, shit going to get a lot worse before it gets better. Just protect yourself. That's all. Just, you know, be smart. Turn off the TV sometimes. Read something. Try to work on your own self. Try to I- improve. Shit's rough out here. Shit's rough out here for everybody. Um, I got my own challenges. I got my own struggles. I'm sure you do also. We all feel like that our challenges and our struggles are greater than what they are and, and, and you know, whatever the case. But keep on going. Keep on fighting because you're going to come out whole on, on, on the other end if you don't act like a little bitch. That's all I got for y'all today, yo. Thank you so much. I appreciate all of you. By the way, by the way, before I go, um, shout out Cognac and Conversations. I've been asked to co-host um, the, 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 upcome, the, the live show of Cognac and Conversations um, in Baltimore on October, what is that, the 7th? What's that Friday? Let me crack over my, my calendar and see what that is. That's uh, October oh, 5th. Holy shit, I was way off. October 5th, right? Um, and I'm excited, yo. Shout out my girl, Simone. Um, I think it'll be dope. I, I may or may not do a podcast that week. I'm gonna see if I can get that audio. Maybe maybe we'll add that as like a like a bonus episode. But um, I've been doing this shit for a year. Almost been doing this shit for a year, y'all. I'm fucking blown away by that. But yeah, man, I, I, I'm excited about that. It's gonna be in Baltimore. If you're in Baltimore and you want to come check it out, from what I understand, it's sold out already without me. So that's dope with itself. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you know, maybe, maybe I might be able to pull some strings, holler at me, hit me up. Maybe we could work something out. Um, I'll holler at y'all next week, yo. Thank you. Subscribe, rate, and comment before I go away. Pause. Subscribe, rate, and comment. Uh, we're on a bunch of different platforms. Shout out to Anchor FM. Um, thank y'all. Appreciate it. Talk to y'all next week. Yidi! As a woman, I think it's horrible that she would bring this up 35, 36 years later. If she was really assaulted, she should have reported at the time. By waiting this length of time, she makes all women look bad. What do you think about the statistics that say only 23% of 23% of sexual assaults are reported at the time? Like, why do you think that is? Well, I've seen enough episodes of Law & Order SVU that that's probably correct. Could I ask you about Kavanaugh and what you think about the Democrats blocking it? I don't think it's right. Uh, I think there's a process in this country that needs, we need to follow, and until we follow that, we don't have the right to reject or keep somebody from doing what they want to do. Well, what do you think about what the Republicans did with Merrick Garland? About what? What the Republicans did first with Merrick Garland uh, under the Obama presidency. I don't really know what you're talking about. Oh, like they blocked Obama's Supreme Court nominee. The Republicans did. Yeah. Well, I don't really have enough knowledge to speak about that, so. 36 years ago? Come on. High school? Come on. This would never happen to anyone if he wasn't in the position that he's in, you know. You mean as a Trump nominee? Yes, and also he's going to be a uh, Supreme Court justice. So the Republicans blocked Obama's... Uh, Supreme Court Justice Merrick Garland and he didn't have any real allegations or anything like that why is it not cool for the Democrats to do it now but 
for the Republicans to do it back then. Most people, the Democrats hate Trump with everything they have. They hate him. I think Kavanaugh should get elected. I believe the Democrats are wrong. I think whoever's for Trump ought to be in there. Whoever's on his side, okay. doing the right. Why didn't you bring it up years before, before he became a candidate for the Supreme Court? Why is she just now saying all of this stuff? So apparently it's corroborated by therapist notes from 2012. Well, she still should have brought it up sooner. And he's got all these people that are behind him. Uh, I don't know how many hundreds of letters of recommendation, me, other females.